Welcome back to Food on Franklin. Food on Franklin, episode... Episode 9. 9. Uh, with your hosts, Taylor Berman and... Hamilton Nolan. Do you want to give a breakdown of what it is for our fans who may have forgotten? It's been yeah, a while our last for, uh, episode. as most of you know, but for the new fans that join us with every new episode, our, our, our mm-hmm. listenership increases, the numbers tell us. Um, food on Franklin is a... Uh, it, it's Brooklyn's most popular podcast about... Uh, food on the Franklin Avenue area between Atlantic Ave and uh, Eastern Parkway for the most part. That's right. So the stretch there, it's about half a mile. I think it's exactly about yeah. 0.6 miles long. Maybe a dozen or so restaurants. Mm-hmm. This is our ninth episode, so we covered almost a restaurant every episode or mm-hmm. an episode for almost every restaurant. It's, it's one of the more dynamic areas in Brooklyn, so it's constantly changing and evolving, and that's why our podcast can continue to go and, and be fresh because there's always fresh material for us. Um, every time I go for a walk, I'm shocked. I almost always hear something new or, or someone new that I haven't seen before, so there's always something going on. And it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a lot of stuff. It's, it's an active, active place. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we sort of have expanded also into more, like, conceptual areas of the food podcast world, right. um, food concepts, mm-hmm. food criticism, yeah, things like that. Yeah, and I think, I think that makes sense with how the, how the, the shoot has changed and the, you know, the time we've been doing it is about 18 months. Now there's a lot of things we really consider, and we've seen how the trends have happened, which restaurants have succeeded, which ones have changed, which mm-hmm. ones have stayed the same, and... There's a lot to think about. I think that reality has proven that our our powers of prediction are pretty accurate, too. You know, the, the places that we came on here and said, this is a good place, that mm-hmm. place is still there. I agree. I, I've, you know, I've gotten some feedback from emails and on Twitter and face-to-face mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, snail mail and whatnot. And, and it all seems to be about the same level of, you guys are right, this changed my perspective on this, like, I didn't even consider this yeah this restaurant or ordering this way or getting this side sauce with that sandwich yeah it's true i mean we don't you know we always keep the focus on the show on the food mm-hmm. and and not on ourselves because as we said from the first episode we don't want to become celebrities we're not in this for that we're right. just in this for the food but i will say you know almost everyone i meet in new york city mm-hmm. has heard this podcast when i introduce myself Mm-hmm. Food on Franklin is right. immediately the topic of conversation. That happens to me more often than not. I'd say, I'd say not everyone, but I'd say you know sixty-five to eighty-five percent of people right. I meet in this city, right. um, and you know, also outside the city, too. I meet people like, oh, you're, you're the guy from the podcast. It sounds yeah. great. Yeah. So uh, we have an exciting new episode today. Some new topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the first topic on the list? The, the first topic is is your suggestion. I, I I agree that it's a good one. It's it's fancy pizza. Right. This uh. I want to talk about this because I had the realization, you know, sometimes we go a long time between episodes, so it gives us time to really think about deeper issues in the food world. Right. And one realization I had is that there's a, in New York, there's a lot of fancy, quote unquote, fancy pizza places. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a slice joint that you walk in and get a slice. Right. You know, it's like a sit down restaurant, but it's it's not really an Italian restaurant. It's just a pizza restaurant. Right. But it's a fancy Right, right. So you pay, like, fancy restaurant prices for pizza. Right. And basically, I think that there's too many of these places. I agree that there's, there's within walking distance, I can think of three that are all yeah. pizza, the same style pizza. And the pizzas are all that sort of the, the, wood, the wood oven style. It's like, yeah. you can't split one because it's not enough. And even if you split one, you have to get, like, three appetizers. You're right. spending, like, 60 bucks a dinner for two. Yeah. And that's a lot for... 
it's kind it's of a scam. Pizza. I mean, a lot of these pizzas, you know, if you look at the prices, they're knocking on 20 bucks almost mm -hmm. for a pizza yeah, in yeah. a lot of cases. And like you said, they're not, it's not like, um, you know, a large Pizza Hut pizza where you can easily share it among sure. friends. You know, right. it's like one person can eat one of the pizzas. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think in my experience, if you get two people, you have to get two. And you might have like a quarter of a, sl you know, a quarter of the pizza, you know, one slice left, yeah. take home or something. But you definitely can't just eat half unless you want to again spend a similar amount on appetizers or sides right. or something. And you look like a cheapskate. Right. And that actually ties into my whole theory about why there's so many of these places because it's like it's a way to have like a fancy restaurant without actually having fancy cooking skills. If Good you're the restaurant yeah. tour, right? You know, you well, you're you're making a pizza. I worked in a pizza place I did too. in Florida for yeah. for a number of years, and you know, it doesn't take that much culinary skill to make a pizza. No, I mean it's 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 just like Papa John said, better ingredients, better pizza. So as long as you have the ingredients to put on the pizza, right. it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, you just need the oven to be the same temperature and how long you put it at the same time every time. It's not it's not difficult as long as you don't you know put a crazy amount of pepperoni or whatever fancy topping you have. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fine. I would like to I would like for some of these owners of these fancy pizza places that seem to keep on opening, as you said, every month you look around, mm -hmm. there's a new. You know, sometimes you'll hear like there's gonna be a new restaurant in your neighborhood and you right. get excited. And then what is it? It's another fucking pizza place, man. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's it, on the one hand, the food's always pretty good, but on the other yeah. hand, it's just like, well, you know. I'd like to hear one of the owners come out and just be like, yeah, you know what? It's easy to make pizza, but right. we can charge restaurant the prices for it. So I'll tell you how similar they are. I had plans to meet uh, someone at, at Barbacino, which is on mm -hmm. Franklin, so it's relevant to this conversation. They went to the wrong restaurant. Wow. We met at another place right next to... What's a famous diner in Washington? Tom's. Tom's. It's a pizza yeah. place. It's a new fancy place. It sounds it's like Audi, Trestro or something. I don't know what it is. It's something yeah. like that. Exact same food. It's crazy. It's six tenths of a mile away. Same thing. And you know, Barbancino is a good, uh, good uh, pizza place. Mm -hmm. I would say Barbancino is the best fancy pizza place that I can think of. I think so too. You know, Franny's recently closed, which sort of disproves our theory of them opening all the time. That's yeah. a, you know, and it's just closed. But I think Barbacino's is better than Franny's. So I wasn't excited yeah. at all. This place is closer and better. Why would I ever go there? I think you're right. And also, once you have a good one, which you have in mm -hmm. Barbacino, why do we need more? You don't need more than one fancy no. pizza place. It's never that crowded. It's yeah. not that far away from where I live, at least. No, I don't need right. another one. Yeah. You can only eat so much pizza. Why not instead open a Moroccan place or a Filipino place, you know, or an Indonesian place? I agree. Variety. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our neighborhood is... It, there's none of that there, yeah. and there's already there's enough fancy pizza to go around. I think we can agree on that. And I guess if you're if you're the owner of a fancy pizza place, email Taylor, uh, TC Berman, gmail.com, and explain yourself. You're welcome to come on our next episode if you like yeah. to discuss your motivation or your, your rationale for right. opening yet another fancy yeah. pizza place. All right. Should we go to our next topic? I think we've covered that one thoroughly. We, yeah. we don't want to oversaturate it. Like we, yeah, you know, like we're, we're open to feedback, but you know I'm skeptical. I could be convinced. I think there might be some good reasons, but you never know. Yeah, you know, we'll see. So. We'll, we'll talk about the feedback we get on the next show, yeah. as we always do. So for our next topic, you want to introduce it? This is a place that you went to recently. Oh, yeah. Less than an hour ago, you were there. As a matter of fact, just when I was walking here up Franklin Avenue, I stopped at uh, Veggie's, which is a, it's, it's mostly a juice bar. Mm -hmm. It's sort of um, you know a healthy choice, a juice bar. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I can't remember if we've talked about veggies before on the I'm show. Yeah. May we may or may not have talked about it before, but the fact is, you know, I stopped there today. It's good. And mm-hmm. my insider tip uh, is for three dollars you can get a patty at Veggies. They're all vegetarian. Right. You know, uh, jerk tofu. That was news to me. I thought it was like a standard right. Jamaican beef pad. I didn't realize it was all veggie. That's how options. insider of a tip it is. Right. It's, it's, it's even to insider for Taylor. Um, but, you know, it's a good, it, it's almost a meal in itself for $3. So if you're walking down Franklin Avenue, you only have $3 in your pocket. Yeah. What else are you, you going to get? That's true. You can't get a, you can't get a slice at Roscoe's because it's really not enough money for a slice there for yeah. any toppings. And even then, you know. Cutting it close, but would, would you say it, it can replace like lunch? I haven't had a patty there, or is this something like a mid-afternoon snack type of thing? Uh, it's a it's a heavy snack mm-hmm. or a light meal. That's what okay. I would say. That's it kind of depends how you know. It's great for if you're just walking down the street and you're like, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. I need something hearty right. to snack on. It's a hearty snack, you know. Um, and I will say though that there's a juice place by the train stop by the Franklin C train at which what which spot is that it's uh i don't know what it's called but it's mm-hmm. a juice spot it's right by the it's right by the entrance to the franklin c train interesting and it's cheaper than veggies. cheaper the juice is cheaper well i'll say this for veggies veggies was the, the first juice spot on franklin avenue and now you can get juice at bagel pub and at uh, broccoli farm and i enjoy both those establishments but i wouldn't go for yeah. either for a juice i'd go to walk the extra distance and go to right. veggies in part because while I've never had the patty there, I have had a smoothie there that was sort of the standard kind of banana, strawberry, whatever, mm-hmm. smooth fruity. But they added granola to it, which gave it like a weird consistency I never had before. A little bit extra protein, a little bit of crunch. How would you describe that consistency? It's like a like a smoothie with chunks in it, basically. <laughs> it's basically exactly what you'd expect, but it was right. it was delicious and, uh-huh. and, and slightly more satisfying than normal. It went from being like a, a refreshing drink that would mm-hmm. fill you up to one that was like... Again, like almost like sort of a substitution for meal. a midday midday meal, right? Right. Interesting. Uh, uh, the only the only downside I'll say is when I was in veggies just now, I saw that they have a poster up talking about the benefits of acai, and you know acai bowl, mm-hmm. right? It's like a kind of fruit, super right. fruit even. But the poster was making some claims that I don't know if could be supported by what, science. What sort of claims? Uh, anti-cancer properties you know sure i'm sure it, you know doesn't hurt to try it but yeah i don't know if you, if you have yeah. cancer if you're again if you're a doctor a cancer doctor um right familiar with the properties of ACI, email taylor and tell Let him me that's know. true yeah, i'd love to hear an expert's take on it yeah well, that's interesting <laughs> i i think yeah veggie's good don't go there for medical advice right for midday juice snack is perfect juice yeah it's a, it's a little pricey for juice, you know, but it's it's you get what you pay I for. I think juice is always high. There's no like a cheap. There's no like cheap yeah. juice place. Well, it's orange the same. juice. No, like good orange juice is not cheap. You get a fresh made. Tropicana. Tropicana is good. I like. I prefer some pulp around the middle. There's been lots yeah. of pulp and no pulp. You need a little bit of something in there. But, I like the pulp. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on, we've got a, a third topic for today. It's a new restaurant that actually neither of us have been to before. We've, we've both walked past it. And I've examined the menu. I don't know if you have or not, or if you just mm. seem to be outside. Yeah, no, I've just walked past it. I did see the sign that they had on the sidewalk. It's a, it's called Brooklyn Wine Company or Brooklyn Wine Bar or something like that. I think it's, yeah, I don't Some know. Some kind of wine, yeah, wine like, bar. 
They have they, they advertise drink wine made in Brooklyn, which to me is sort of like a, something I don't want to do. Yeah, that's I, you know, I'm not a I'm not a snob. I'm not a wine snob. I don't even demand my my wines from Italy, right. wherever wine is from. But I don't want to have it from Brooklyn. That's something. Where bad. do they brew this in the uh, Guanas? Yeah, Canal? it makes me think of all these terrible post-industrial places yeah. where they're converted for you know beer, maybe, but not wine. Yeah, that's a that's one mark against it. I'll say that uh, you know as as we disclosed, neither of us have been to this place but you know me personally i don't like a it, this is like a wine bar that serves food right i mean they, serve, they have a full a full yeah full yeah. menu of dinner options and i believe brunch as well i don't know about lunch but for me personally i don't you know i don't like wine so why do i have to go to a wine bar to get food it seems like it's an imposition on me yeah you know? I, I i agree and I, I think wine bars are the worst sorts of places i don't like wine that much if i were at like a beautiful restaurant traveling or really nice you know fancy for some sort of special occasion sure i'll need a glass of wine mm-hmm. but i don't want to go to a place where i just try a variety of wines yeah they do have a double cheeseburger in the meat it looks delicious and i haven't tried it yet but it looks very good based on the description but don't you feel that the atmosphere would negatively impact your enjoyment of the cheeseburger it's possible. It does seem like something that's overly fancy for just a kind of a, a, a basic snooty. meal like that. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing, you know, there's that wine bar, and then there's also a wine store on Franklin. There's you a know, couple of new wine stores. A couple stores, of wine yeah. stores. You know, and why do you? I don't. I don't even understand why you need a, a separate store to sell wine. You can sell wine in any store. You can sell wine in a bodega. That's true. Right. You know, well, I buy wine so infrequently when I go there, I'm like an idiot, so I always have to ask for recommendations. So I appreciate there being someone who can at least pretend to be an authority mm-hmm. on the subject that can tell me, oh, well, buy this one. And I'll say, okay, and I'll just buy it. And also, you can buy wine at a liquor store, you know? That's true. Again, like, what's the, what's the, it's like having a store that only sells, like, ham sandwiches. And you're like, can I get a turkey sandwich? They're like, no, this is the ham sandwich store only. To be fair, I would really I would try the ham sandwich there because I would think these must be really good ham sandwiches. Going to be so bold to have their own store for this. Yeah, I bet it'd be true. good you know, unless they're totally crazy. Maybe that's a, maybe it's a marketing thing. Marketing. It's a little psychology. It's got to be something new. I mean, I I, think, I know I'm being tricked when I go and then they recommend some wine and I buy it because I don't I don't know the difference. But I still yeah. feel, I go with confidence. So whatever events or party I'm going to, I walk in right. with the buy I can. Hold it out and say this wine was recommended to me for you whatever. You feel that you've, you've gone above and beyond. Mm-hmm. You know? I've done a lot of work. Yeah, you just I've, buy the cheapest bottle of wine. I've been thoughtful and consulted with an expert. Did you know that they've done scientific studies where they uh, blind taste test wine and the experts can't tell the difference? Unless I, they're looking at they have to be looking at the label. That's the only way they can say, oh, this is a great bottle of wine. Take I, the label off. I believe that. They have no idea. You, who did the study? I'm not sure, but you can probably Google it. Um, it's out there. <laughs> Another thing, if you find that study, you send right, it to Berman at gmail.com. Yeah. I mean, basically, they've, they've proven, mm-hmm. you know, mathematically and scientifically that, that wine wine is kind of a scam. I believe so. it. Because, I mean, I, I, I might drink wine, you know, probably once a month, I'll have a glass of wine, maybe. Yeah. And I wouldn't know if it was a $20 bottle of wine or $25 bottle of wine. And right. I can see where it is. So, it doesn't, you know, I believe that if I blindfold, I'd be even worse at that. So. Yeah. So anyway, I guess my message to that wine bar would be, you know, let's let's have the food and not have to have the rest. Brooklyn food bar that food also bar. has wine. Exactly. What about a bar and instead of drinks they serve food? That's an interesting idea. So it's like a traditional setup and just, you know, there's a bartender yeah. but there's just a bunch of food behind him or like right. a, it's like a you know, like a, a shorter cook behind the bar, behind the bar, yeah. just handing out stuff. Could be big, I don't know. 
could be. It's like a cafeteria, I guess, but just instead of you getting yourself, the bartender like handing things to you. Yeah, people like you know people like to interact with a bartender, but not everybody wants to wants to be in a bar. Maybe you just want some snacks instead. Snack know? bar, yeah. Yeah, it could be it could be big, and you know it, what would have been a fancy pizza place can now be a snack bar, and see how it goes. That's right. We only want five percent uh, licensing. Via it is true. We did pursues we that. Did legally obtain the rights to this yeah. before we did this podcast so don't don't steal our idea we'll, we'll license to it or make, right. a, make a franchise type deal this is a copyrighted podcast so everything we talk about on here is legally yeah. protected and, and intellectual and, property of, of, of taylor berman and hamilton nolan yeah. uh so should we move on to our, our fourth and final topic yes, or do, do we have more to say about about the wine bar i think that pretty much covers the wine bar for me so this is something that i came up with and it's it's the most important area on franklin uh, it's the, I call it the, the Franklin food triangle, sort of like the mm. Bermuda triangle, but instead of being dangerous and bad, it's delicious and good. And it's where my three of my favorite restaurants, which we've, we've discussed separately, but mm-hmm. I just recently realized how close they are and how they form a triangle if we were to connect them with sort of a line. Right. It's Prospect Place, the corner of Prospect Place in Franklin. You've got Roscoe's, mm-hmm. northeast corner. Great pizza. Northwest, you've got uh guero's just technically not in franklin but you know it basically right. is it might as well be right in franklin Great tacos. And, and we've had people complain to us that guero's is not technically on franklin which i think is a little bit much it's, they, yeah. they're missing the spirit of the Get show over yourself. it's ridiculous yeah um and then on the the southwest corner of course is mayfield which is delicious best brunch on the, on the street right. in my opinion is mayfield on the corner or is uh, it it's one technically it's, the corner? it's one in the corner it's there's well I actually don't remember. It's 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 very close to the corner, regardless. I, I think there's yeah. an apartment building there. Then right. it goes Mayfield, then a bodega. Right. All right. So it's a it's it's a you know, it's kind of a triangle. It's a sort of it's still a triangle, misshapen triangle. It's not an even triangle. It's 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 not yeah. a it's you know I forget the term for it, but it kind of goes at different angles, but it still connects in a triangle shape. Yeah, sure, that sounds right. So it's one of those. Uh, and yeah. what's what's on the fourth corner? Well. I'm glad you brought that up. It's the food. It's the mysterious food truck, the taco nice. truck that's been there for years and has never opened. The mystery of Franklin Avenue, which it looks delicious. It has a little, like an out, what could be an outdoor seating area. It's all yeah. painted with bright colors, and it's you know the truck looks ready to go, and yet it's not been open for a single night, as far as I know. Have you? I've seen it. I saw it open for one night, which was when they first built built it. Mm-hmm. You know, and they painted the area and they made it. They opened it up one day for the parade. The parade day. Which parade? The the uh, West Indian Day parade, I believe. But and this was like was two or three years ago, you know? Mm-hmm. One day, and then that was it. And as I, I don't know if it's ever been open since then. I did some research into it once, uh, and they had, there was like an actual like real restaurant for the same company. I forget what it's called, but they had one somewhere else in Brooklyn, or maybe it was Manhattan, I forget where. And they were like, we're closing down to open a food truck in like Franklin Avenue, like check us out. And they had like a Facebook page. That was like three years ago, and aside from that one night, which you claim was open, just been sitting there. It's really crazy. This is probably the biggest mystery that I would like to get to the bottom. This, to me, I'm more interested in this than Area 51, Mm -hmm. JFK assassination, things like that. Why is it that, you know, it's not it's not like it's just an abandoned food truck. Mm -hmm. It's like they they built like a whole area around it. They painted it. Colors. They made a sign. Mm-hmm. And today, like yeah. today, you know, you walk outside. You go. I'd like to go sit outside and have a taco. Yeah. And you know, you don't want to have guerros. Limited seating outside. It's just an entire little area you can go. And yeah, it's just not there. 
And, uh, you know, this is like prime real estate, too. This isn't like, I I don't think the rent can be cheap on that corner lot. It must have gone up in the three years or so it's been there, I can't imagine. And it seems to be like semi-maintained. Like, it's not like there's been some sort of thing that's happened where it's... Yeah. There's no vines growing on it. There's no right. bright colors and nothing's... It's not sort of a haunted house of food trucks. It's like it, it looks like it's ready to open at any moment. Right, which is part of the problem. You walk by and you go, is it there? Nope, yeah. it's not there. So What's yeah, that, that's the great mystery of the Franklin Food Triangle, which yeah. would be the Franklin Food Square if it were open. I have no doubt it'd be good. It looks like it'd be great. It looks like they know what they're doing based on the drawings on the outside. It's Everybody kind of likes a taco food. truck, you know? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, this is, if you have any information about this, also, please email Taylor. at gmail.com. I'd love to get to the bottom of this. I thought about messaging the food truck once. I found the Facebook page, and I thought, yeah. yeah, sometimes it's better not to know. And now I regret not asking, mm-hmm. because, you know, it's it's it's, it's this probably about a year ago that I did this research, and it's bothered me still since then. So. You should message them, because I don't, I mean, we can only speculate, but it could be that when they learn that there's a, a podcast, food podcast mm-hmm. about Franklin Avenue, there was some level of intimidation about if we open up, what's going to be the response yeah, to the yeah, podcast? Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? So if you made like a friendly gesture to right. them, that might encourage them. You know, to... It's also possible they're trying to keep a low profile and they're worried if they did open it up and they're on the podcast, whoever's looking for them might find them. It could be bad. I don't know. That's just yeah, a possibility. Could be a front. Could be a could front. Be a, you know, who knows, man? Yeah. Well, I think that's that's our fourth and final conversation. I, I think we should mention that our next episode, we won't spoil it, but it's going to be a very big episode. It's yeah. two separate milestones combined for one, which is something to look forward to, obviously. Um, what are those milestones? Do we want to say now or do we want to reveal? Well, I think they're, I think they're you can... The milestones themselves are not secret. That's it's, true. It's I guess what most, we're going to do with them. Most fans would already know yeah. what's coming up. It's both the 10th episode of Food and Franklin, which yep. you might have figured out from hearing this of the night, and also the second anniversary of Food and Franklin, which is mm-hmm. shocking to, to me that it's been two full years of... It's crazy how time flies. ...being a podcast star, which is weird. Yeah. Um, I still feel like it's new to me, which... What's the biggest way that your life has changed... Well, I've been recognized in a restaurant on Food and Franklin. Mm-hmm. I've gotten lots of feedback. We've each we've made some money from our, our Patreon. How do you say it? We have, yeah. Yeah, we've, we've got should, forty-one uh, let's dollars. See. That. How how can our listeners find that? Uh, I'm not sure. Just Google it. Would <laughs> be probably the best idea. There's there's somewhere there's a link where you can give money to support uh, Food on Franklin. Yeah, I'm googling it now for us so we can figure it out. And uh, you know, you you can if you give that money, rest assured that it's going to be shared between me and Taylor. Right. Uh, almost we, equally. Well, here's the 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 deals we have. If you're a friend, a Food and Franklin friend, and you give us five dollars, we'll send you an email with a secret food opinion mm-hmm. in it. Um, if you're a good friend of Food and Franklin and donate $10, you get two secret food opinions. Yep. Uh, $50, you'll get a t-shirt. So those are the three options right now. If we give more, right. we'll, we'll think of something that'll be definitely worth whatever money you give us. Right. Um, probably more, worth more than that. And imagine if you, if, if you had a Food on Franklin t-shirt, that's a special item right there. I'm sure their restaurants would want to give you a discount, assuming yeah. you were us and that they'd want to be associated with the, with the podcast right. some way, you know. So, you know, and... We're we're an independent podcast, but you know if they're the the food community on Franklin Avenue is probably excited for the anniversary coming up for our tenth episode coming up. You right. know, if people want to uh, make offers to us about hosting events, right, things like that, 
that they would like to put on in honor of our second anniversary. Um, again, email Taylor. Yeah. Just clearly state the offer. Right. Um, and we, we can weigh that. We can run it by our team sure. and sort of get back to you on that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good idea. And I think it would be good for both parties. You know, we, we don't want to give you free good publicity, but we'll certainly mention that we've been there again, if we right. haven't already mentioned it. And it's a great chance to celebrate your achievement as a restaurant right. or our achievement as, you know, a exactly. podcast documenting a restaurant. So We do. We're journalists, but at the same time, we see ourselves as a team with a community. You know, right, we're, right, we're community yeah. builders in that way. I don't know what to put it. Yeah, I don't, I, it's not strictly journalism. It's something else. It's sort of hybrid. Community leaders, journalists, yeah. you know. Sort of a new a new form, almost, that we're inventing. I think, I think that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All well, right. Well, so that's something to look forward to. Um, we're not going to say exactly when the 10th episode of Food on Franklin will be released, but you can rest assured that it's going to be a very exciting episode in many ways. I think that's 100% true, and I think the surprise adds a lot to it. I'm looking forward to some celebrity guests, perhaps. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we might do some prize giveaways again. There's a lot, a lot of possibilities for this final episode, and I think... Yeah. We'll, we'll certainly be excited, and we'll, we'll bring a little bit extra to it, which is hard to believe, but we'll bring... Yeah, the, the energy level might be through the roof. It'll be adjust your volumes when you, when you put it on. <laughs> to say the least. All right. On that note, thank you for listening. Food and Franklin, Episode 9.